In this episode of Josh Reed's Other People's Published Poetry, I'm going to read Cleansing by Frankie Elliott from her collection of poems, Piano Rats. Cleansing. I'm going on a cleansing diet, he tells me. He's sitting behind the wheel. The car is warming up. He turns the radio on and adjusts the volume. Green tea, lemon juice, sea salt water, cayenne pepper. Ten days. It's going to get rid of all the toxins in my body. He reaches into his pocket and pulls out a key and a small bag. He dips the key in and lifts it to his nose. One paranoid eye side glances me. Don't watch. He shuts his eyes as he inhales. Cayenne pepper. That's a bulimic diet, I say, tracing my name into the condensation on the car window. You're going to be shitting your brains out. He tucks the key back in his pocket and restarts the car. That's the point? To get rid of all the toxins in my body? It's cleansing. He turns to look at me. You should do it too. I think about it and shake my head. I don't think I really have many toxins in my body. Not ten days worth. What about beer? Cigarettes, he says, pointing to the pack in my hand. It's his pack. I rub the palm of my hand across his entire window, erasing my name. I think about it, though, and maybe he is right. I am not a healthy person. I am just young. I think of all the toxins that are unintentionally put in my body every day. Then I think again. No, it's a bad idea. I am not going to shit my brains out for ten days, I say, matter of fact. If I want to get rid of any toxins, I'm going to drink green tea and eat some blueberries. Well, you're supposed to drink green tea at night, he explains, checking his eyes in the review mirror, and then sea salt water in the morning. Why don't you just not do drugs, I say. Quit drinking. Try that for a while. Forget the coke. He turns the corner and his phone starts ringing. Will you answer that? And besides, I don't do this a lot. I just happen to be on it every time you see me. Which was only twice. I know. I have only met him twice. Either way, I am still slightly concerned. We were both young and ahead of everybody else. We knew what we wanted to do with our lives. He was fucking it up. I answer his phone just as he twists the cap off a bottle of Corona. You don't mind, do you? He takes a swig as he turns a corner. First drugs, now alcohol. We have been in the car less than seven minutes. Hello? There's a guy on the phone wondering where we are. I look at the street sign and tell him. I don't know this now, but the guy on the phone, who I've never met, will end up being someone I fall in love with. Someone I may still be in love with. He tries to hand me the Corona while I'm talking on the phone. No thanks, I mouth, pushing the beer away with my free hand. I talk a minute more with the then stranger before hanging up. You don't like Mexican beer? He shrugs and downs the rest of it while we are stopped at a red light. I look at him and wonder if him driving me is a good idea. But when it's winter, a ride, even a dangerous ride, is better than no ride at all. No, I don't like Mexican beer, I say, lighting up one of his cigarettes and handing him back his phone. Thank you.
And on to the commentary for Cleansing by Frankie Elliott. Someone was asking me the other day if I only read poems on this podcast that I like, that I enjoy. And for the most part, yes. If there's a poem on here that I've read, it means I like it enough to actually sit down, read it aloud a few times to figure out you know, how it's supposed to sound before then recording it. And then sitting here babbling, attempting to do commentary, trying to say something worth listening to. And then I realized that if I only read poems that I'm familiar with, that I like and I enjoy, this podcast wouldn't last very long. In fact, it'd probably almost be finished. We're very, very close to the end. Um, and so what the podcast has actually done is actually encouraged me to read outside my comfort zone. Not out my comfort zone is a horrible phrase, the wrong phrase. Just to read new authors and different authors. Um, and while I'm doing that, to also just keep reading the authors I really enjoy. Um, I think this is maybe the 15th Frankie Elliott poem I've read on this podcast. Um, and to be honest, I've read Piano Rats cover to cover, like, repeatedly, four or five times at least. And every now and then, it's just, I, I dip into this book, or this, or her other book, um, which I just completely forgot the name of, Stories of People Who Hate Love. And other electrical activities of the heart. It's her second book. And I, I, what I really enjoy about Frankie Elliott's stuff, and I think I've said this on one of the other 14 or 15 podcasts I've recorded of her stuff, is that she's just a good storyteller. It, that they're interesting stories. They're not always fun, but stories don't have to be fun to be good. They just have to be well told. So the scene has to be set up. You have to actually be able to see what's going on. You have to actually either be able to you know, see sort of from that kind of omnipus, omni, omnis, omniscient point of view where you can like, look down and you see everything going on or you can or you can see things perfectly through the narrator's eyes and I think Frank Kelly does that really well with both where you see it from that omniscient point of view or you see it from the narrator's point of view um, and cleansing is just a short story well, I shouldn't say it's just a short story but for me, reading it, it's a short story of two people in a car driving along, and one dude, obviously. And the kind of hypocrisy of the whole cleansing diet. You know, I'm going to drink lemon juice, sea salt water, cayenne pepper for ten days, but I'm also going to snort coke and drink beer. It's like, you know, there's a clear... Clearly, if you think that makes sense, you're slightly divorced from reality. And that comes across really well in this piece without her actually having to say that the coke snorting corona drinking guy is you know there's clearly something wrong with him she says he was fucking it up but that's really in reference to the fact that he has his life in order and he knows no not in order but you know he knows what he wants to do but he's just screwing it over so she just the whole showing not telling thing really well I think that's it. I just wanted to say that she does this. She, you know, she's very good at showing and not telling you, um, which is what you should do in a poem. You should show people a scene, show people something, and let the reader uh, fill it in. You know, let the reader feel what they feel from what they read, rather than saying this person was in love or this person was pretty. You know, that's boring. You can anyone can say she was beautiful or he was good looking or he was a cokehead, but to actually show that in a way that's very visual is much, much harder and far more rewarding as a reader.
far more interesting as a reader. Um, so thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed my reading of Cleansing. Um, if you've made it this far through the commentary, I really, really appreciate that as well. Thank you very much.